Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Turn the radio up. 360 in the morning. In tune with the street. Billish right here on WBIU 360. Let's get this Tuesday started. The best of 360 in the morning. Oh, 101.1 FM. You ever um, broke up a relationship? Like, film somebody that wasn't supposed to be at the club that night. Yeah, for oh, real. And then another one was, uh, one, two, three, one of them was the I, the guy had to ID somebody on in a, in a trial, uh, and it went to my wait, page. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it was Mr. Exclusive. Ah, <laughs> oh, really? Yo, we're talking Shots to Passions Lounge. <laughs> Someone ID'd him through my page. Oh, <laughs> it's your fault? Oh, yo. Shout out Nelson. That's why he wanted to do videos. Oh, like, he's yo. like, I don't want to do video, man. I had nothing to do with it. He knew I didn't know, so that's why we were still cool. Oh, man. <laughs> and I got you up here every morning? <laughs> you guys ask. I never knew that. I never knew. The I reason why my promoter is in jail is because your video put him there. <laughs> the situation I'm in right now. <laughs> Every Monday and Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. on BIU 360 or on that WBIU 360 app. 24-7 non-stop hip-hop R&B and dance talk. Completely free. Broadcasting live. Listen live online 24-7. 24-7. Around the world. Right here. On WBRU 360. Only on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and RD. Yes, sir. Tuesday morning. My dad's waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. Supposed to be a beautiful day today. Y'all ready to go? So I said when I came to Ben & Jerry's yesterday, Cranston Garden City, it was packed out there all the way to the end. Get off! As we get this day going, get off! Get to some of these cities. Providence, good morning. East Providence, good morning. North Providence, good morning. Johnson, good morning. Get off! Pawtucket, what up today? Central Falls, what up today? Outskirts of Moonsockets, Lincoln, what up today? Warwick, West Warwick, Coventry, what's good with y'all? Providence, wake up. It's your main man, Lord Gremothy, representing Dirty Dirty. And y'all tuned in to 360 in the morning. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM. Let's go. Getting off. Headed to work, that's what it is. Getting off that third shift, that's what it is. Get off. Uber drivers, good morning. Lyft, Instacart, DoorDash drivers, good morning. Get off. Bus drivers, good morning. Cab drivers, good morning to y'all. Y'all ready to go? Get up. Get out of bed. 360, you know what it is. Get up. Let's make it happen. We them boys, baby. Let's go. On a beautiful Tuesday. Y'all ready to go? get off. That's waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. Over oh, 101.1 FM. 360, baby. WBRU. Tuesday morning wrap up on Zach. We get to talk about WWE. We get to talk about Glorilla. We get to talk about why I don't go on cruise ships. And that's in about six, seven minutes. I'm still. 
Hip-Hop and R&B. WBRU 360. 101.1 FM. Franchise is popping up exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live from Rock. 101.1 FM. WBRU 360. Franchise report. Recording live. Down bitches. All righty, let's win it Tuesday morning. Start off with um, Glorilla said she was racially profiled at a hotel because, and this is kind of shady, she went um to Valet to get her car, which is a Mercedes. Valet was like, nah, there's no way in hell this is your car. I, I refuse to go get it. And wouldn't go get a car. That's terrible. <laughs> wouldn't, she wouldn't go get her car. She said, I'm the gang. She said, um, regardless of how I was dressed, because she was dressed in just regular sweats, you know, dingy tee, little wrap on. Uh, the valet did not believe that she owned that Mercedes, even though she gave her room number and everything like that. That's so terrible. she had to, well, we all, it's crazy we all do this, had to put out her cell phone, had to go on Instagram Live. You know who I is? You know who I am. <laughs> Eventually the guy went and got her car, though. That's terrible, though, man. That's terrible. He should just do his job. The minute you give a room number, that, I mean, how how can you just come up with a random room number and match the car? And match the car. And match the car. Especially if I got ID also. But, um, yeah, that... that Valet would not get her car. Said, there's no way you can afford this he car. He needs to miss a couple of days of work for that one, though, man. That's terrible. Um, I'm pretty sure he probably will. Um, Big move. Big move, big move. WWE and UFC have now merged. Yes. $21 billion, billion. Dollar company. I was talking about that yesterday. Like, oh. yo, the fact that we know it's not real, but it makes so much money is amazing. I was talking about yeah, that, that WrestleMania was a big thing over the week. A big thing over amazing. the week. Um, they talked to WWE Hall of Famer Eric Bischoff about the news, a move that surprised him, but he ultimately believes Vince McMahon made the right call. The WWE and the UFC are merging into one, now forming a $21 billion company. Endeavor, the parent company of UFC, announced the move on Monday morning, revealing its shareholders will own 51% of the new organization and WWE shareholders will own 49%. Mm. So is wrestling going to become more real or is UFC going to become more fake? You know what I was thinking? Um, I think the merger might lead to more crossover things. So think about Conor McGregor retiring and then him appearing in WWE. It actually makes sense because over the weekend, Conor McGregor did say he wants a shot at the WWE. Are you serious? Wow, see, I didn't see it that. It now makes sense that he did put that up. Chips he, to Domstress. <laughs> he, put that up, he put that up before they made the move, but he did put that up like he wanted one of those wrestling belts. It's a way to make, you could even have that in a contract, like after retirement, you're subjected to this for a certain amount of money, certain amount of things. That opens that a can, whole can of worms. I don't think Vince McMahon gets enough credit for the empire it that all, guy has bro, built. It all started when he put the do-rag on. Family. That's, he, got, <laughs> he, got, he got dug down ever since, yo. He put that do-rag on, yo. <laughs> Shout out to them, man. Wow, right? That's a big move. Um, This is pretty hard, though. Lamont Odom acquires rehab centers in California vows to save lives. There we go. Good for him, man. Lamont Odom has just invested in three drug treatment centers in California with the hopes of helping people turn around their lives, just as he did with his own several years ago. Uh, TMZ has learned a former L.A. Lakers star teamed up with Christian hip-hop artist Dante Ralston and former Hall of Fame skateboarder Dennis Martinez to acquire the facilities in San Diego, El Cajon, and Lemon Grove. A rep for Autumn tells us the venues consist of a women's residential treatment home and two men's detox and residential treatment homes. The buildings will be fittingly called Odom Wellness Treatment Centers, and Lamar is vowing to be highly involved with the patients at the facilities. In fact, we're told Lamar is ready to start saving lives ASAP. 
That's how you pay it forward, man. Yo, look, I, I, I got a T-shirt for Lamar, man. He needs to have a T-shirt that says, I played with Colby. Stop asking about Chloe. Wow. Bro, come wow. on. That, that, would, that would go wow. big because this dude... This dude's a Laker great, bro, and he needs to, like, just swerve uh-uh. that, bro. Cause no, no, but think about it. Everyone ask him about Laker, that. Laker, he's not. Laker great, huh? A Laker great. Yo, fam, his stats. You don't think right, so? Go ahead, go ahead. Continue Does on. he got Let two chips? Continue on. Go ahead. Go consistent ahead. numbers. With, with the Clippers in L.A., he put up numbers. He has two championships. Key role in those championships. Right. He doesn't date Chloe. <laughs> We're talking about he's up there. I mean, he did more than um, Meta World. I'll give that for the Lakers. Yeah, right or wrong? What a lake is he so yeah, I, I, this is this this helps him on his way, bro. You're on your way, brother. Keep going. Um, last but not least, this is why I don't want to take cruise ships. Virgin Voyages cruise. A woman falls off the balcony. That's a big fall. A nightmare scene on a Virgin Voyage cruise as a woman has fallen to her death on one of the ship's decks while also landing on another passenger. That's shady. Sorry, that's shady. Bro. That's shady. Why no. Because I didn't expect that. A rep for the cruise ship says. Come on, you had the whole dramatic voice and everything like your story time. The lady was on her balcony. They don't know how it happened, but yes, she fell over the balcony. That's scary and so. And landed onto somebody else. So when they tried to help the lady that fell over the balcony, come to find out, she died. Oh, wow. The person she landed on, A-OK. That's tough. Those ships are real tall, too, man. That's weird. You ever been on a cruise ship? I thought it was no. the worst experience of my life. I've been on one, and I had the DJ on it, so I didn't get to stand on it and look like that. Um, but it was just a big boat. Yeah, and it's like it's like once you do your rounds and see who's on there, bro. When like there's no, you're not clicking with no one. You're just on there for seven days with a bunch of people you don't want to be around. Exactly. Like exactly. you can't get off. And it was. I assume by the time you get to day two, it's like give me the hell off the boat. Yo, fam, exactly. And then um, there was a uh-huh. hurricane um near us, so we had to stay on the water an extra day, and we couldn't go to land, and that was not fun. And that's another thing on this cruise ship. Once that lady fell onto somebody else, they had to turn the boat around. Everybody had to go back to Miami. I hope they got a refund, man. Sucks, man. That's that's. And you're on the boat with a dead woman. I just want to know. Yo, it's, it's crazy. I want to know how the lady feels that got fell on. Like it's like, wow, I broke this lady's fall, but yet she still died. Yeah, like you didn't even save her. Like, 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 like that's well, terrible. How'd that work out? Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. On a Tuesday morning, baby, let's get to it. Yeah, cause girls is players. Hold up. You're, you're, you're in the mix with the baddest DJ, DJ Franchise. Good morning, Rhode Island. On uh, 360 in the morning. Um, alright, BIU 360 101.1 FM as it goes down. Um, I was watching yesterday. Um, it happened again, man. It happened again. Uh, I'm going to pull it up. I'm actually just going to play the news report. Here we go. Come on. I hate technology. Can I just say that? <laughs> I, just, I, hate, I hate technology. You literally was just playing it. I was literally just playing it, and now all of a sudden it said, wait, wait, you're live on air? We're just going to hold off. We're going to hold off. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was the... um. I'll give him one more second. If it doesn't come out, this is past. Ervo Itiento? Is that his name? The guy that um was cuffed and shackled, they brought him from jail to a mental facility. And somehow, someway, in that room where they brought him, keep in mind, he's shackled and cuffed. 
They put him on the ground, and seven to ten cops jump on top of him. What's up, beating him? Suffocate him to death. What the? Suffoc- All right, gotcha. Disturbing video showing the death of an inmate in custody at a state psychiatric hospital. This is the surveillance tonight. Video showing officers and hospital workers. They're seen dragging him into the admissions room, shackled and handcuffed. And prosecutors say later holding him down, unable to breathe. Tonight, seven sheriff's deputies and three hospital workers are now charged with murder. ABC's chief justice correspondent, Pierre Thomas, tonight. And we warn you, the video is disturbing. Tonight, for the first time, we see on hospital surveillance video the sequence of events that led to the death of Ivo Otieno. The 28-year-old Otieno is brought into a room, shirtless, handcuffed, and wearing leg irons. Soon, the room steadily fills with deputies from the Henrico Sheriff's Department. It's unclear why the situation escalates, but for 12 minutes, the prosecutor claims, those seven deputies and at least three members of the Virginia Central State Hospital psychiatric staff pushed down on Otieno. Prosecutors say Otieno could not breathe and was smothered to death. His mother today demanding justice. Family. Like, what does someone have to do for you to do that? Family. Keep in mind, he was handcuffed. They're taking him from jail to a psychiatric facility. There's nothing he could say to you. Like, bro, like they said, how does it escalate? He's handcuffed. He's powerless. And All he has is words. All he can do is say something to you in the end. And you know he has mental issues. And you know he has mental You're bringing him to a mental facility. And you have doctors, so if someone could be like, yo, fam, nah, you know he's not right. So you have, you had, I'm looking at it, I gotta show you the video. You have about seven to eight deputies on top of him, and then you have five workers all around just watching. Why didn't you let the medical workers take care of him? Yo, fam, held him. And the minute you say, I can't breathe at this moment, that, that statement has weight to it. Fam, like you, you need to just at least. You would think. Well, I, you and would think. on top of this, you know you're on video uh-uh. camera. Like you know, there's cameras. That's the scary part. Do they do they not realize they're doing something wrong? I think they have very shallow egos, and they think they have points to prove. And there, it's just a lot of fragility, man. Um. So right away, I can't even I can't even justify it because there's no reason to do that. Now this is the part that's gonna suck. Right away, right away, you know that they got the um the people, the uh, officers and deputies, right? Yeah. Right away, the next next couple of days. Ask me the nationality of it. Oh, they're all white? They're all black. <laughs> the next two days. Be drop. Well, they need to go down too. The next few days. Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, brawlers. We'll be dipping in the bins with the spoilers. Point of that is, the officers that got George Floyd, it took us a year. A year to get them. Protest. Took us everything. a year. These seven black officers right here got them two days later, fam. Uh, what, what did they say the other day? Same crime, different color. Good morning, Rhode Island. <laughs> Push back, get the tried to fall like, uh. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Come on. Yeah, you can 61 on 1.1 FM as it goes down on this Tuesday. Franchise is golden chip duck here. What do you yeah, have coming yeah. up in local news? Um, we're going to talk about how one year neighbors is a little bit richer. Something a, a Cranston landlord's doing that I agree with. And a couple stories coming out the bucket. That's crazy. Again, Pawtucket, y'all in Yo, Pawtucket and Woonsocket, they neck and neck, man. Problem's been quiet, bro. There you go. I be looking. So I like, that's how I like it, baby. <laughs> Keep my clubs open. <laughs> 
franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. And you're on. And now time for local news. Let's start off positive. We said this before, but we're going to mention again as Rhode Island Midnight Basketball League is back this summer. Powered by the Greater Providence YMCA and several, several community partners, the new location will include three courts, 50-yard grass fields, and a water spray park for the kids. Where at? This is going to be all in Warwick. All in Warwick? Yeah. And this is the Midnight Leagues? The Midnight League, yes. So they, they took it out of Buckland? We'll talk about it. I mean, I'm but not, it's going mean, to I mean, be smooth, though. It's, it's coming it, back, but wow. It's coming back. Um, And if you want any more information, you could go on rimbl.net. Um, please sign up. They're looking for sponsorships for teams. It's going to be amazing all-star games and all the caveats. If you know how Kobe does, he does it well. Yep. Well, you come on. That's your, that's your hood. I don't play basketball in the morning, so. Really. But you could be like, you know, you could DJ the All-Star game. You can uh, make it pretty. You feel me? I mean, I'll be safe from Warwick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, this is true. This is true. How about that? And speaking of work, let's dive right into the news. <laughs> true. Um, where one of your neighbors actually is a little bit richer. That's right. A Warwickman was in disbelief after finding out that he was the winner of half a million dollars. Oh, really? Yes. The man purchased the winning $500,000 payout instant ticket at Cumberland Farms on, oh man, this this word is weird, Neck Hill Road. I know where that's at. That's a horrible name, bro. <laughs> so, so that's what, I'm sorry. But anyways, he purchased the ticket on Neck Hill Road in Commentary last week, and um, he won. And this man said he wants to share the money with his family, including his brother, who celebrated birthday on Thursday and is soon expecting a baby. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, I get that you want half a million, but after taxes, man, you might want to reconsider how many people give it to though, because that's like about two hundred fifty thousand. But shout out to you. I mean, yeah, it's, it's you know, what I mean, it goes fast when you, when you got family looking at it you. It all depends on how you spend your money. All depends on how you spend. Your, I could I could stretch two hundred fifty thousand. I'm sure you can. can when people out. start talking about houses and cars and family, nah, you 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 work in the next week. Nah. <laughs> you already know. But shout out to him, man. Maybe he could help support Bow and Dollar, man. Um, and moving on, we're going to Cranston, where I actually agree with this, um, where Cranston landlord is threatening to scale back outdoor dining for more parking spaces. Mm-hmm. So the landlord of three popular Patuxent Village restaurants wants the parking lots back for cars instead of using it for outdoor dining. And of course, the owners aren't happy. They don't. They want to keep it. They have their setups. They said they spent a lot of money investing into it. They said they spent over forty thousand dollars on igloos and decks and Wi-Fi and electrics to sustain the outdoor dining. But it's taking up all the parking spots. Exactly. Nah. And the and the landlord's basically saying that he, he let them use the parking lot for three years to his three tenants because of COVID. You know that helped him kind of make some money back. And now he's ready to, to take it back to help compensate. Um, the residents because he's losing money. He has to make side deals with tenants who can't get the parking for oh. where they're at. If I can't get no parking spot, I want 25% off my rent. Exactly. So he's pretty much saying, yo, B, I need that back. And they're not happy, but I feel him. And I'm not going to lie. Man, we talked about it before. Some of these outdoor dining spaces are kind of cat, bro. It's like people look like they're really dining, but like they're literally in your way on the sidewalk. Like it's so awkward when you're trying to walk down Fed Hill in the summer. You have to walk in the street. Because somebody's smoking a hookah on the corner, bro. Like, mm. I, it, it sometimes it gets too packed, so I feel him. So, yes, um, he's taking his space back, and that's just what it is. Go get it, B. Go get yep. it, B. And also, too, you had three years. Like, if you didn't come up with the plan, that's on you. 
Um, and shout out to a childhood friend of mine and the very, very famous Providence former mayor, Jorge Alorza. Childhood friend, you guys is old. Yeah, man. Went to Washington Park, school together. You already know, man. We was at Roger Williams University together, too, when I worked God, there. Dang. Yeah, he was a judge. Yeah, baby. Mop, I mean, ties. <laughs> so, yes, former Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza will lead the Democrats for Education Reform, a national political advisory group. The group backs candidates who are committed to changing the public education system. Alorza will serve as a new CEO and also lead its affiliate nonpartisan think tank, Education Reform Now. The group announced Alorza's appointment Monday, pointing to Alorza's work in Providence where he backed schools, buildings, repairs, and expanded charter schools. And if you know Alorza, he is very passionate about that, so shout out to him for moving on and securing a bag. I mean, between him and Cicilline, bro, there's life after politics, huh? Yes. I wonder if he still needs um security. No. Nah. No. Cause what? Because his family members like our neighbor, so we always knew when he was visiting. Because uh, that car was parked uh, outside. Uh, you know what I mean? That guy's good. Ain't nobody bothering him. Word. Well, shout out to you. And um, moving on, yo, they definitely did go through with clearing out that under- overpass oh. in Pawtucket. Yeah? Yeah, so we thought they were going to extend it, but no, as of yesterday... They cleared out the two overpasses along I-95, and yes, they definitely cleaned up. Um, the department spokesman said these people have been provided with case manager service, and they said it was always a safety issue for anyone living outside. Some would argue it could have been done quicker, but I think we had they had to make sure that there was transition strategies in terms of shelter and places to go. Of course, the mayor is going to say that transportation was offered at the overpass to go to places like, what do you think, the Cranston Street Armory? Is that where they brought them? Because they're already trying to... Exactly. Break that apart. So, so if you're even name dropping the Cranston Street Armory, like that lets me know you didn't really have too many plans in place. No, because you're just trying to get rid of the armory too, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Like they're trying they extend it past the April 15th deadline because they don't know what to do. So um yeah, so they, they said that they were accommodating, but they definitely cleared it out and um we'll see what happens, man. But they said as of April third, the Rhode Island Coalition to End Homelessness said that three hundred and fifty seven Rhode Islanders live outside. Ooh. And that's just who they're counting, man. So we already know that number's inflated. That's a lot, man. Well, shout out to anybody out there. If you could do what you can do to help someone out, you know, a bottle of water in the summer, a dollar, man, um, it goes a long way for some people, man. I, I sometimes like to provide food instead of the money, but, I mean, do what's in your heart. And staying in the bucket, we there is a woman that is accused of selling methamphetamine, laced counterfeit Adderall pills and other drugs in two residents. Was that, was that methamphetamine you, you tried to say? Why'd you catch that? <laughs> Why'd you catch that? Where's Lad, huh? Okay, Lad. <laughs> so, yes, she was selling that um, and counterfeit Adderall um, in two residents near elementary schools and playgrounds in Pawtucket. So police arrested 37-year-old Latasha Pina on Tuesday after authorities searched two addresses on Coyo and Central Avenues. They found about 2,300 fake Adderall pills that contained meth, cocaine, marijuana and drug paraphernalia as well as guns and over $69,000 in cash. Woo! Fam. And you already know what we feel about the numbers. But um, officials believe the narcotics were sold in Pawtucket. 69 is an odd number, but go ahead. <laughs> exactly. But officials believe the narcotics were sold in Pawtucket and neighboring cities. And because both residents were near playgrounds, they're going to smack her with that charge too. Hard, boy. Yes. They're going to smack her with that charge too. So she's going down. And um, again, Pawtucket-related. A man is given two life sentences in the murder of a Pawtucket woman. A New York man was sentenced Tuesday for his role in the murder of a Pawtucket woman. Jack Doherty, 27, was handed these sentences. Now, so apparently, he shot and killed 54-year-old Cheryl Smith at her Pawtucket home on New Year's Day. Now, this is the catch. 
Jack Dorothy had got engaged to Shailen Morin, and she ordered him to kill her ex-boyfriend. Come on. So they got engaged at a New Year's Eve party the night before the murder. The next day, she ordered him to go to the house, and the plan was shoot whoever opens the door of her ex-boyfriend's house. Assuming it was going to be the ex-boyfriend. Yep. His mother answers the door. Come on, fam. Doherty places, shoots her four times. She dies. Now you want to be f***ing dumb, stupid ass. Yes. And um, that, that's how it went down. So they, um, they're treating him. Um, his lawyer was trying to get him off a little bit because of, you know, mental health reasons. The judge definitely said that um, absolutely not. It's not going to go thrown out. So they definitely were arrested on January 2nd. They got her too, right? Yes. All right. So she pled guilty to several charges in 2021, including first-degree murder, and was sentenced to serving life plus 20 years. Then he also suffered. She got life too? Yeah. Woo. Yeah, she orchestrated it, She orchestrated it, it yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, man, it's tough out there, man. And um, what you won't do, bro? This is interesting too. For love. Yo, bro, it's yeah. Don't do it. You'll do it. <laughs> yo, that's terrible, yo. Wow, idiot. Oh. Um, and um, this is weird because I never really heard about this, but retired troopers are saying that police are recording the swatting calls as if they're acting scenes. So, have you heard of what a swatting call is? Mm-mm. So, a swatting call pretty much is when somebody plays a hoax, calls the police department, and says like in the school, there's an active shooter. Or there's something going on, and the cops have to respond as if it was true, and then they show up, and it's not false. And so this is happening in Rhode Island, bro. And um, they're saying that um, the police, it's like people saying that people are critically injured, dead, and law enforcement has to respond no matter what the situation be. And they're coming up, and they're showing that a lot of these are pranks, and people are calling them in. So then they have to try to use text to find out the origin of the call and stuff. And a lot of times it's unfounded. Um, but the police's stance is... Can you imagine if we get this call and we don't show up? So this is something that's become a little more prevalent in Rhode Island and Massachusetts where cops are getting these false calls and responding. And it's time consuming. So now you send all these cops to this location. They set up, you know, it becomes a big thing. And come to find out there's nothing going you gotta on. Put the, yeah, put the score on lockdown, oh. resources and all that. And, um, yeah, man, it makes it a little apathetic. But like, like, the, like the state troops were saying, you have to respond to every call as if it's real, man. So um, that's a shame, man. People, people are just scum, man. And um, and let's end this with shouting out my brother Rod, Juan Rodriguez and his Mind Blast XR 2023 Hackathon. So this week they are offering a hackathon series around VR um, technology that actually talks about social justices. Um, so students will be able to have this immersed experience and design projects and master the art of pitching together and creating a better world with tech. So if you ever seen those like kind of VR Oculus things. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty dope. He actually has social justice um, videos in them where kids are be able to partake and actually walk around different scenes and everything and That's immerse themselves in it. That's and fire. then um, at the end of it, they have to present a pitch campaign. And so um, it's this week. Um, if you want any more information, you can go to www.mindblaster.org. And that's M-I-N-D-B-L-A-S-T-X-R.org for more info. So it's going on this week to end with, um, it's on Zoom. For the first half of the week, and then on Saturday, they're going to pitch their projects in person, bro. That's dope to have a VR and then bang, put that on, and bow, you're in the cotton field. Yes. <laughs> Yo, you're so stupid. <laughs> bow, you're in the cotton field. Like, oh, Yo, for, for all those people that said, if I was a slave, I would never. Okay. Well, here's your chance right now, <laughs> My name's <baby>. Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Tobin. <laughs> 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 
Franchise Report. Reporting live. <laughs> 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 um, Wednesday, 4 o'clock. State House. They're showing up to try to push that bill to expunge criminal records. Oh, with um, what they came in the other day. Uh, they came in for last week. Shots at home. We won. Uh, Shots at my guy Gordo. And um, John Lombardi. Yep. So that's Wednesday. What's tomorrow? Wednesday? Yeah, that's tomorrow, right? 4 p.m. They will be at the same house. On the 4th? Yo, it's already April, bro. Yeah, it's already April, dude. It's that's scary. April, April. Like, we're almost in summer in like a month and a half. Uh, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Say, baby, Money, wrap up on deck. We get to talk about Young Thug. We get to talk about this teacher that was shot. We get to talk about a law that just got passed in Florida, which is one of the reasons I do not go down Yo, bro, law. I'm not going to lie, but that governor is wild. He's bugging me. Like, he's, he might as well just say white power after everything he says. I, I thought y'all figured it out by now. I guess <laughs> waking you up in the morning. Invading the airway. Jura and Young Thug Rico Child gets three day jail sentence for filming court proceedings. This fool was trying to get a bag on this side. He was like, yo, TMZ, I'm about to run that. A potential jury in the Young Thug Rico trial was sentenced to three days in jail for filming the court proceedings. According to the report in the Atlanta Journal Constitution, uh, a prospective juror was hit with a three day jail sentence for filming court proceedings in the ongoing Young Thug YSL Rico trial. The woman, identified as Juror 1004, was handcuffed and escorted out of the courtroom after Chief Judge Euro Glanville reportedly scolded her for violating his instructions last month at the Fulton County Courthouse in Atlanta. Uh, the jury is accused of live streaming the March 17th proceedings, wow. but she reportedly said in court that she recorded a video of it and then quickly deleted it. She Did says, she not think people were going to see her? <laughs> she says, <laughs> Yo, like, it wasn't live streamed at all, the potential juror said. I did, I did take the video down, and then the lady next to her said, no, you can't do that, right? You know you can't do that, right? Oh, man. The woman reportedly told Judge Glanville that her cell phone was seized by deputies and discovered that the video in her clip was recently deleted. She added that it was her first time being summoned as a juror, and she didn't know she was prohibited from filming in the courtroom. Yo, they, now you want to be f***ing dumb. They give you a long list of what you can and can't do before you even sit down and that Fam, you know the first thing you can't do is... Like, fam, you, you know already that. know, like, because we would have seen mad videos of a lot of trials if you could do Now, that. I got a question. Why are they still letting cell phones in the uh, juror box anyway? You would think anyway? they would take that away from You would from think before. you would take the juror's cell phone as soon as they step into that box anyway, but obviously they don't. But, um, no, you cannot film. And, like, bro, like, lawyers and everyone's always looking at the jury. Like, you're going to be seen. There's no way you can inconspicuously do that, bro. Black lady next to her was like, you know you can't do that, girl. <laughs> you know you can't do that, girl. They probably heard her say probably it. Probably heard her look. say it, and then somebody Because you know how it's like, shh, don't talk. Oh, man, three days in jail. That's tough, man. Now she got a record. Yep. Now Is it a felony? she has a record. Because it's, it's caught? I'm not sure if it's a felony, but I know she got a record now. Fam, just the three days in jail sucks. You got sucks. It. Wow. Um, I explained that at work. Teacher shot by six-year-old student files forty dollars million, forty million dollar lawsuit. So when I see those lawsuits, who are they suing? The city, the six-year-old, a Virginia teacher who was shot and seriously wounded by her six-year-old student filed a lawsuit Monday seeking forty million in damages from school officials, accusing them of gross negligence and 
of ignoring multiple warnings the day of the shooting that the boy was armed and in a violent mood. Abby Zwerner, a first grade teacher, was shot in the hand and the chest on January 6th as she sat at a reading table in her classroom. The 25-year-old teacher spent nearly two weeks in the hospital and required four surgeries. The shooting sent shockwaves through the military shipbuilding community and the country, with many wondering how a child so young could access a gun and shoot his teacher. And the way she's saying it, it seems like she's making it seem like he, it was premeditated on the kid's part. Well, she, she said he was aggravated and we knew he had a gun. I, she's, Fam. Well, she's coming out to school for it. She's like, y'all knew he was in a violent mood that day. And you didn't do anything about it. I mean, you're not going to think to check a six-year-old's bag for. I, I would love to know how she said y'all knew he had a gun. That well, she didn't, say, she, didn't, she didn't say you knew he had a gun. You knew he was in a violent mood. Gotcha. Nobody knew he had a gun. They just knew that he was having a bad day. He was in a violent mood. Uh, nobody took him off the class or nothing like that. Nobody went to talk to him. Nobody sent him. Well, I mean, you're not sending a six-year-old to a principal's office anyway. Yeah. Situation like that, you would think that that one six-year-old gets special attention from well, why is a teacher in the classroom by herself? See, these, the, That's the first. Why it's she, a lot why of why understaffed. I know at least a TA, somebody. Um, This is why I don't go to Florida. Ron DeSantis quietly legalizes carrying concealed weapons without permits. Yep. Yep, it's, it's real out there. Yo. And that's all of Florida. With little fanfare, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation Monday allowing residents to carry a concealed loaded weapon without a permit. DeSantis signed the bill in a non-public event. In his office with only bill sponsors, legislative leaders, and gun rights advocates, including the National Rifle Association, was in attendance. Um, it was a notable departure for a governor who regularly holds splashy news conferences and mm-hmm. bill signings all the time. But on this one right here, he kept that one on the low. So I'm going to do this for my homies. I'm going to do this for my homies. On the low. Bro, imagine what like spring break in Miami looks like now. Well, you could just carry. Why? Why? Why would I even go? Yo, why you feel what I'm saying, bro? Because it's already hot. Why would I even go? You know, you know, he also was trying to pass bills to get rid of like programs that help people of color, like kind of like you know how like talent development. Damn, he's trying to get rid of African American history in schools. Yes, he's trying to get rid of in, that. The, in programs that like help students afford school. Nuts. Um, last but not least, three American astronauts and one Canadian were just picked for a generation-defining mission to the moon, baby. The four astronauts NASA picked for the first crew moon mission in over 50 years. Um, let's see. One person, Wiseman, is a 47-year-old decorative naval aviator and test pilot who was first selected to be NASA astronaut in 2009. Um, somebody named Henson, 47, is a fighter pilot who was selected by the Canadian Space Agency for astronaut training in 2009. Um, the next person, last name Glover, is a 46-year-old naval aviator who returned to the Earth from his space flight in 2021 after piloting the second crewed flight of SpaceX Crew Jacket spacecraft. So this guy just got back from space. Yeah, I'll go back. go back. I'll go back. <laughs> Fam, I have no desire to. Whatever happened to the billionaires sending all their friends to space? That just died? That I was just that, a trend? I think, I think that just died down. That was just like a TikTok trend? Um, But yeah, they're sending these people to the moon. None of them are under the age of 45. I, word, that's all for that. I still, I'm still skeptical about that whole process, bro. Um, oh, yeah, and real quick, um, McDonald's is shutting down its U.S. offices. Like their, their, their business offices, they're shutting them down in the U.S. Uh, McDonald's reportedly temporarily shuts its U.S. corporate offices ahead of layoffs. McDonald's Corp. is temporarily closing its U.S. offices this week as it prepares to inform corporate employees about its layoffs as part of a broader company reconstructing the Wall Street Journal reported Sunday. You think McDonald's is... 
So are they going to just work remotely or like? Yeah, prob- probably. Probably e- eating a bunch money, of yeah. Big Macs at home, just making well, no, decisions. The, no, no, no. Oh, those people, get, <laughs> those people are getting laid off. Wow. It's, it's, it's McDonald's on its way. You know how Walmart came and took Ames and took Sears and took all those places out? Yeah. McDonald's has had its run, but yeah. it's about that time. Well, they could afford Cardi being offset, so they still got money to spend. Well, look, uh, real, can they? Exclusive after exclusive. Is that what made them bankrupt? Franchise report. Reporting live. Now, bitches. Oh, man, it goes out on a Tuesday morning. Always greatly appreciate y'all tuning in 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. Do not forget, if you miss an episode, catch us on iHeartRadio keyword the franchise report. 11 o'clock, DJ Sleepy is on deck. Rhode Island, make sure you are enjoying your Tuesday. Let's get into it. Keep us locked on your radio dial. Keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM. Set in the morning vibe. And here we go. Go. I almost forgot. Almost forgot. Almost forgot. Breaking news. Breaking news. After previously reporting about somebody that died on a cruise and repeating or talking about how you can go to Florida and just walk around with a gun <laughs> without a permit for all y'all that vacation there. Anybody that's planning on taking a vacation out of the country that doesn't have a passport, just know that the government is now four months behind in getting passports. Um... There's been a backlog of U.S. passport applications. It's taking as much as four months for a routine passport application when factoring in processing and mailing time. Delays are likely to worsen as we enter the busier travel season. Therefore, if you don't have your passport yet and you've already tried to book that cruise to some other country around, I don't know, where we at April right now. You might have to ask for a refund. You might have to ask for a refund. Don't book it unless you know you got it. I know, right? (laughs) What are the chances of that? Um, They're saying an American demand for international travel has surged. Like, people want the hell out of America. (laughs) I I want to go go explore somewhere else and see where I can move. They said everybody's trying to just get up out of here for a little while. Um, I wonder wonder if that fee, because, like, you could go up to um, in Boston and get it quicker. I wonder if that fee went up. That must have. They say if your passport expires within the next six months, go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it done now. Just get yeah. Go ahead and get it done now. I gotta go find mine. If you got AAA, do it at AAA. I don't have a passport yet, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, why is everybody leaving? Why is everybody leaving America? (laughs) That (laughs) balloon. You better put one in your back pocket. The other day we was talking about how you know if somebody looks, we all look. Somebody gets up and starts running, we all start running. Okay, if all y'all are getting up and and bouncing out of America. Awesome. Franchise from, <laughs> from franchise airways to franchise airlines, yo. Something, you out, yo. Something. Some reason, everybody in America just wants to travel abroad. Or, or bro, get between up money falling, Florida governors, that's Trump's arrest, thing. bro. That's, a, that's be another out. thing. A lot of um, countries are starting to take. Um, they don't want our money. They don't want U.S. money. Not really I know. Anything anymore. When I traveled, I felt like a ball. They're of like, yeah, we're not. Before. We're not accepting. A, another country did it the other day. They're like, we're not accepting U.S. currency no more. Wow. I think it was Dubai. About time the bullies get bullied. Mm. Woo! <laughs> Facts, man. You, it is what it is, man. It's written. 
So anybody traveling, just think four months. You know, just think five months in advance if you yeah. ain't got a passport yet. Because yeah, it's, and it's also behind. Sometimes they don't reimburse you. And, and don't only you just said don't plan a trip if you don't have a passport. Also, don't plan a trip until you get your vac- vacation approved. That's another thing, bro. I know you know about nah, that. They, they still going off COVID rules. You can't do nothing about it. Think for this tax season, people already made them plans. Boy. Yo, they already made them plans. And you know they're gonna call out if you don't approve it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. B R U three sixty one one point one FM. As it goes down, if you work at nine o'clock, you have about ten minutes to get there. Um, real quick, shout outs to Ben and Jerry's yesterday. Oh my God, they had like at places ten thousand people like literally just walked in there to get a free cone. Yo, I want to tap. You said that word free. You know what I mean. I want to tap into. I want to tap into the marketing team, huh? They got the word out all the way to like straight up eight o'clock. There's still people there. And it wasn't just like, you know, two or three. It was like a long line. They had enough ice cream for everybody? Yes, they didn't run out. And let me tell you, shout out to the staff members. Oh, my God. They were so pleasant. They were smiling. They greeted everybody with a big old, like, hey, how are you doing? And I wouldn't be there this morning. I'll tell you that. They They deserve the day off today. They they do. They do. So shout out to Z. By, um, by, uh, let's see, 3 o'clock, they had already went through 4,000 cones. Wow, that's crazy. So did, And then by the time we was packing up, what'd she say? She did 9,000 or something like that? Like oh, fam, that's a lot change. of people. Did you see if anyone went in there and like made regular purchases too? Yeah, they did, so they yeah, made they money yeah. too? They made money too. And they uh, made money too. She, she also sells ice cream cakes. She also sells like the little jars. So she was taking cake orders and everything as like they were still giving the free cones. That's dope, man. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there were pets there. The dogs came and they got their little free ice cream. I'm glad y'all jumped into that. That's, that's spreading so. the network right there. That's what's up. Shout out to y'all for making it happen. And the city still looks rich, boy. Every time I pull in there, I still look left to right. Like, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm at the right. But y'all want me in here? All right. Yes, yes. Um, 45 right now today. Going to be a high. 64 is getting close to the summer. Oh, not summer, but spring. And it is about that time for Miss Rody to call somebody out. Woo! Call, call them out. 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 Everybody, so you know that like that um that riddle that says Jack and Jill went up the hill. Well, Ooh, in this case, it, in this case it was it was Jill. <laughs> Jill <laughs> went up the hill, fell down, and bumped her head because after um the the game with LSU and Iowa, Jill Biden decided to say that she was going to invite LSU um women's national basketball champions to the White House, and she was going to give thought to inviting Iowa. Stupid. Jill Biden, you are being called out today. You know, this is sometimes when the first lady just needs to shut up and sit down. Like, this is this is the case right here. First of all, all teams don't matter, okay? <laughs> Literally. Like, when do you invite? We need to stop this narrative, okay? There can only be one number one. And that this is in every sport and at every level, even the little kid level, the flag level. We got to start teaching kids that it's okay to lose. And you don't get to get rewarded and you don't get those same like um oh my god you don't you don't get those same rewards you know or the accolades for losing lsu is predominantly you know of a diverse background most of the girls on the team are are, um are black let's be real and and it was to me it's a moment for black women and women of diverse backgrounds and women of color to stand up and be crowned at one of the highest stages um you know, in the United States of America, and that is the White House by the president. Why do they have to share the stage with a bunch of white women? This is like the whole 
This just reminds me of white privilege again. Like, come on, you you can't always have the juice. At one moment, at one point, you gotta accept. Now nah, we we not going over there. That belongs to them. Why do champions have to share the stage with losers? We need to stop. <laughs> we need to stop this narrative. Listen, I, they're number one. Number one don't gotta share nothing with number two. You didn't make it. You know what I mean? Yes, I, I, I'm I glad that Caitlin Clark, that she was like the, the outstanding player. She won Women's Basketball Player of the Year. They brought basketball to a whole different level, you know, Angel and Caitlin. I'm not saying that they didn't, including South Carolina. However, there's only one number one, Jill. So you need to just shut your mouth and accept these young black women who made it, who have like a history of, of backgrounds that you it. know nothing about. I mean, they came from, like, nothing and worked their butts off to get to this level. Like, just sweat, tears. They've been beaten up by the media. They've been eaten up by Twitter, by fans. But you know what? Let's show them love. Just them love. Nobody else needs love in this moment, Jilly. So go sit down. <laughs> go sit down, Jill Biden, and let LSU come to the White House by themselves. Let them enjoy that moment. I know. Listen. I'm all for sportsmanship. I'm all for trash talking. I'm all for everything. When we leave the court, though, that's where it stays. We could be friends after. But let me tell you something. I, I never want to share number one with number two, especially when I'm getting recognized. You know what I mean? You watch me from TV. You don't get to enjoy that moment with me. You get to clap for me in the loser seat, in the loser section. And, you know, I'm not saying that they were a bad team. My point is that when somebody gets number one, let's highlight them. Let's just give them that energy. I, we shouldn't be sharing the stage. So, Jill Biden, you've been called out today. Let LSU have that moment. Um, and, and I love the tweet from Ashley Morris who said, Michelle Obama, can we come celebrate at your house? That's what I'm talking about. Let's go share, you know, let's go uh, celebrate this moment with the Obamas, the people who look like us, the people who want to celebrate us and just us. So, Jill Biden, go take a seat and... You don't make those decisions anyway. Joe does. So you're speaking out of content. That's not for you to decide. Go sit down, Joe. Shout out to LSU women's basketball team again. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Thank you for that. And Chip Dub, give us something positive. I'm going to bring back this because people have been stressing me when asking for advice. People, 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 remember, commitment is a choice, not a consequence. Never feel obligated to make something that doesn't work, work. So you tell y'all asking me about advice about someone you know you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> work that now, you got five minutes to get there. Um, Real quick, I met a, a lovely young girl, seven years old, has her own business. It's called Raindrop Lip Gloss, you know what? And I'm not mad at it. I told her I would shout her out this morning, and I wanted to thank her for coming by Ben & Jerry's yesterday. She actually wanted to meet me. So shouts to her having a business at seven years old. Little black girl. Here. That's our Mimi's yes. daughter. Yes, Raindrop exactly. Lip Gloss, yep, yep. Yeah, um, Hope's niece. That's dope. That's dope. She be vending on the weekends um, at the black market, I believe, sometimes. So make sure y'all check she her out. She can give me some business advice, because I definitely <laughs> <laughs> Plan B, that be my home at home. Oh, B-R-U-361 at 1.1 FM. As it goes down on this Tuesday morning work at 9.30, you got five minutes to get there. 48 right now, high at 64. Um, I can't believe Chip let me go all day and didn't let me, well, didn't remind me to say that. Congratulations to UConn. Yeah, yeah. 76-59 victory. They beat everybody by game. They beat everybody by 10 digits. They were focused. They're a good squad. Although people might say because all the other top teams got upset. Maybe. Mm, possibly. Um, there, was a, there was a lot. That first week was yeah, like no disaster one, central. Everybody was no out. No one has a bracket that had that. 
I would be upset. Well, first of all, explain to me when when um people get married, those bridesmaids' dresses, like who pays for those? The bridesmaid. Do they? Yeah, the, I thought the, I thought the, I, I never the bride is not paying for your dresses. So, all right, you so get a I, gift at the wedding if, you, if you're lucky. So I was under the impression that the bride covers that, but the men have to pay for their own tuxes. No, the bride, you got the bridesmaid got to pay your own dress, your, your oh, makeup, so they, your they, hair, they your shoes. They pay for their own dress. You pay for your own everything, unless the bride is pretty wealthy where she can take care of you guys. But Yo, fellas, don't ever ask me to be in a, a wedding. Because the weddings I were in, unless I Unless you're paying for the tux. But anyways. No, the weddings I was in, I had to rent my own tux. Yeah. So I'm watching how this video with 12 million views and 700,000 likes with thousands and thousands of comments show a bunch of bridesmaids go on camera as soon as the wedding ceremony starts, and they all pull out scissors, and they all cut their bridesmaids' dresses in half. So now they, so, so now they go from, from being down to their feet, they cut them kneeling. Hey, it's a little hot in there. <laughs> was it planned? Probably. Now, one of the girls said they did ask the bride, and the bride was hesitant, but she said, you know what, you know, have fun, I guess do it. But I want to know, would you be upset if they just out the blue all cut their... If it wasn't planned. Nah, I think it was cute. I think it was, I think it was just like what girls do. Well, that was a problem. It wasn't cute because a lot of them had strings hanging and stuff like that. Those are this is the real wedding pictures Those forever. forever. Maybe they just didn't like the dress. And let's be real. Most of the time, the bride picks the dress that the bridesmaids don't look good in. They're too tight. You can't move. You're like, like. Why'd like you a, pick that yeah, color? That's your favorite color, much. but it's not a nice color. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, personally, would I have been a little upset? Maybe because I picked the dress. That's what I want everybody to look like in the pictures. And you said, nah, we don't like it. And just, and just cut them. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, freaking. If I paid for it, definitely. Pattern be looking upset. like triangles, like Wilma Flintstone. You're like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah. That? And it's like some of them had a straight cut. Some of them had like an angle with yeah, it. Yeah, those pictures are Everybody made it, they, 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 they did it while they were standing up. They yeah, did so it's it right not there. Nice. Just for TikTok, they it's did it right nice. there. Yeah, don't don't use my wedding day for your views. Just don't do it. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly. Yeah, I'm in a wedding in July, and the pressure's on me to pick out something too. I'm like, she's what I want to look like. I done spent all this money for my day, and y'all made it. Your day. Nah, no thank you. Just to go viral. <laughs> well, she went viral. We're talking about it, so. Not the bride. Right? <laughs> Here we go. Broadcasting live. Listen live online 24-7. 24-7. Around the world. Right here. On WBRU 360. I'll be at 1061 101.1 FM. As it goes out on this Tuesday morning, work at 10. You got 27 minutes to get there. 48 right now, high at 64. Um, wrap up on deck, news on deck, wrap up on deck. Um, we get to talk about crazy laws that are passing in Florida. Um, why I don't go on cruises. Chip Doug has local news for you. Um, and before that, let's see the headlines that we're not gonna get to today. Um, fans selling Playboy Cardi's chewed gum from Rolling Loud for forty thousand dollars. Just disgusting. How do you even prove that it was people? his? I wanted to come back to this one. Um, freshman class 2023, it is time to stop voting for that 10th I spot. Even, I don't even know who the people are. I took the ones that I knew. Um, DC to Don, PJF Nuck. You, you know these people? Yes. I'm getting what up? Wow, are these songs? Yes. Um, uh, Central C. He's an artist. He's an oh. artist, yeah. You never heard of Central C? Mm-mm. I probably heard the song, but not, I exactly didn't know that songs. was Central C. Um, Glorilla. I know you heard of Glorilla. Yeah, there you go. You that's go. my that's, 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 that's my vote. Familiar. Uh, Didi Osama. 
I only heard it because then he come with Dirt. Yeah. Oh, great. Real Boston Richie? Yeah, he had some songs with Future. There you go. D-Love? Is he from Boston? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> D-Love? The only no, B-Love I know is from Providence. You really never? Yes, you do. You know B-Love. Yo, don't try to kid eat me again. <laughs> make me play songs no, about these like, people. Yeah, but like, oh, well, sometimes yeah. we need to. But you, I don't know you the gotta name. remember, wow. like, I'm not going to music. Sometimes it comes to me, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, that's dope. Uh, on this day in 1996, Hammer confirmed his bankruptcy. Mm. <laughs> it's too legit. And nothing like Hammer's ah, 30 million won't kill me. Went in debt, 13 million dollars. Um, happy birthday, Young M.A. What's your favorite song of hers? Would be Ooh. Ooh. Oh, she got another song. She yeah, looking she a little does. rough, man. God bless her. Um, one of the attackers' wives from Six Nine has launched a GoFundMe. Don't do that. I don't know. It's a headline I didn't. What like was it for? Like for like lawyers or like bail? Because if you Probably get convicted, it's wasting money. I, I, I always think he's gonna need it in his money. bank account. <laughs> um, jail account. The judge rules that there's there's no news outlets can broadcast in his arraignment today. So nope, they're not letting any live cameras up in there. And who's like you Trump's? can take pictures and stuff. But um, nah, he's not. The judge ain't allowing any any broadcast. For Trump, a media like that. Yep, for Trump. Yeah, because he know they know he'll look at the camera, Blake. Time, up. it's time. He'll be like, pull up <laughs> now. Be like, now. Alert, red alert. Yeah, so they're like, they're like, no media in there for yeah. this, buddy. That's crazy. But you can take pictures and stuff like that. And Selfies you can over your shoulder. Write your articles, but you cannot have any. I, I, but I kind of want the live media. I, mean, I want to know what's really being said in there. Yeah, me too. I want to know what's going down. But so yeah, now you're all, right. all you're gonna all you're gonna get is a he said she said side from different reporters. Exactly. There's gonna be one person that feels brave enough to record something, like some audio. Did you, you see what just happened in Young Thug? We talk about that later on today too. Yeah, but again, <laughs> she was black. <laughs> um. Last but not least, Delta flight abruptly has to abort its takeoff. Why is that? Because another jet that was on the same tarmac made a wrong turn. What's and wrong with you? <laughs> Something's going, going on in this yeah, world, bro. The There's a lot of things that shit shouldn't be happening, man. It's uh. tough, man. Man, and oh. I was just talking about why the state flew it out. That's why everybody's trying to get their um their passports to get out. Uh. Hey, Franchise, I got a question for you. It's Rudy and I were talking off air. You're DJing a show with play. local artists. How long of a song set is too long? Like, how many songs is too long of a set for someone the that local the artists? audience does, doesn't really know? And we don't know your music? Yeah. Ten minutes is, is way long enough right there. That's good enough. There you go, which is, could be about three songs. Also, if you're a local artist, I don't know why you guys don't do this. Somehow, someway, incorporate something that we do know. So even if your verse, this is why you got to do it live, in your verse, you know, throw out the middle of the song, throw a familiar beat on, we all know. Let that go for a good eight bars and then come back to your song. But at least you brought us back into something. We this is free game. Now you, I don't understand why to people, people that want to at Miss Rody and sub When Ludacris first came on, I DJed for him at... URI opened up. And Ooh, I say noticed, that again. Say that again. What? I opened up for Ludacris at URI many years ago. And um, his DJ was like, yeah, that's such a dope. You know, if it's a song that they don't know, we'll switch to a, a New York beat that you guys do know. Quick more fighters and some of the stuff. You guys will start bouncing to it. And then we go back to what we were just playing about. People get sauced up, don't even know what just happened. Don't, don't even know what just happened, <laughs> but you're still in that rhythm. And they look at Local you like artists, I don't know why you don't do that, but you can't do that if you're rapping over your vocals. Mm, and if you don't <laughs> got the right DJ. What? Because only a DJ would know to like do yeah, that. Yeah, because half the time they're giving quick. the DJ their music like two minutes before the set because they didn't send it earlier. Hold on the subject. It's TIP, man, the king himself. It's the kid, young gunner. Yo, what's up? It's Nelly. You in the mix, alright? Bringing you the best in hip hop and R&B hits. Y'all know the name. WBRU 360, 101.1 FM. FM.